Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the PTBO Housing Show. If you're new to the show, we're here every week talking about housing statistics, uh, local politics, provincial politics, housing economics in regards to our federal and, uh, you know, sort of global macro situation. And we're following news headlines and we're trying to translate how that affects you as a home buyer or seller in this market to help you make more informed decisions. We're going to go through the one week right now, uh, talk a little bit about the macro picture of the interest rates, and then uh, going to dive into a bit of a local issue here this week uh, that I want to talk to everybody about. So um, starting off on the seven day, we've got 99 new listings uh, on in the last seven day period uh, as of the time that I shoot this, which is Tuesday, uh, June the 21st. We have uh, 58 pending listings. Uh, so if, if everybody remembers last week, the number uh, of, of, of net new listings that I posted was significantly higher. I'm going to quickly flash back to it here for everybody. 70. We had 70 net new listings last week, and that was the highest number I'd seen in 2022 in any period. Uh, and this week, we're back to closer to around 40. So um, week over week basis, just tracking this as, as something to try and keep a pulse on how quickly new inventory is coming on and whether our rate of new inventory is absolutely rising uh, or whether the rate that it's rising at is starting to decline, indicating that we might see a bit of a plateau and that our inventory might start to to settle out again and, and get a bit tighter. As of right now, uh, net of 40 new listings in the week, still a healthy amount of, of inventory being added on uh not quite at the same rate as, as last week but uh nonetheless if it carries on again we're still cruising into uh you know a more balanced market at this point in time 50 price decreases and 11 price increases within the seven day period lots of of uh, obviously that shows how everybody's jostling around um people coming on that aren't holding offers uh there was there was a slide deck um from our brokerage that went through this week that showed that it's down to about 50 percent of the properties that are being listed that are are or aren't holding offers that's the sort of the split now whereas before of course everybody's holding offers uh uh you know a matter of months ago um so when people come on now at a certain list price they're back to the old game old school real estate of hey are we on the market uh, or do we come on too high and we, we've missed this dropping market? Uh, so 50 price decreases in a seven-day period. Um, showing activity is is way down. Uh, we're seeing it through the statistics we've got through showing time, and we're just feeling it. Every listing we have, listings that we would have used to expect to get, uh, you know, 30, 40 showings in a week. Now it's it's uh, a lot of times not even in double digits. Um, so it, it's significantly reduced, uh, now we're into summertime. So people are, uh, starting to, to think about things other than real estate and about to take a bit of a breather, take some vacation. Um, so we're expecting showing activity to be down a bit, but, but it is down quite drastically. So that's something we're going to keep an eye on as time goes on. Um, 75 point rate hike. Uh, from the Fed. Uh, this stuff, obviously, it's, it's funny to me now how often everybody talks about interest rates. Maybe it's just the bubble that I'm in, uh, but but it it, it seems, uh, I, I don't know, if, for lack of a better word, ubiquitous that everybody talks, every, if, whatever's going on with interest rates, 
it, it's it's like people talk about the score of the Jays game now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's circles where uh, you can't go too far without somebody saying, you know, a 75 basis point rate hike coming up. And the reason I bring that up is because, yeah, you know, it's it's anticipated that, that the Bank of Canada, its July meeting is likely going to do the same, you know, bare minimum, another 50 basis point rate hike, but but more than likely 75 basis points. Um, but I just, I, I have to, to think that this stuff is already baked into the market um, because everybody mentally is already internalizing that it's going to happen. So everyone's like, what's going to happen once that rate hike hits, you know, wait, wait for the 75, like some, some, some big, uh, you know, nuke bombs going to go off uh, in July, right after that announcement and things are going to change even further. But I don't, it's my opinion that I don't think they are because um, I think so many people are, are really, really hyper aware of what's going on out there right now. And uh, real estate's a bit of a, bit of a national uh, Canadian obsession. And so those who are really in the game and thinking about buying or selling, whether or not that 75 basis point rate hike happens, uh, whether it's 50 or 75, people mentally already, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's already in the, the sentiment and in the, the buyer psychology out there. Um, so, so I think effectively it's already taken place. Uh, and, and same with the further rate hikes that are, that, that are coming down the pipes in the next couple of months. I think that people are already starting to see, okay, the, the bank said they're going to do this. They're, they're following through to some degree and people are just automatically assuming that, that the, the rate that it is today is not going to be the same as tomorrow. So that's where the, the wait and see approach comes in. They want to know what kind of payment am I settling into here if I take a variable rate. So, um, Enough on that stuff. I want to get to uh, a topic here that we're going to dive into deeper in some interviews in the coming months. Uh, and you might see some stuff come across my feed for it in regards to homelessness, because we're talking about housing all the time. Um, housing is a is a continuum. It goes right from the luxury side all the way down to to those who uh, are on the you know the brink of not being able to afford. Uh, home ownership, and then to those, of course, that that are are on the outs at this point already, and and uh, don't have a home. So, um, I was part of a great, very informative, very interesting meeting recently with uh, this group called Path. So Peterborough Action for Tiny Homes here in Peterborough, and uh, you know this is a, a fairly well organized group who's been investigating this stuff for some time and they're trying to emulate a model for a tiny home plan uh that that they have seen uh some success in austin texas if i'm if i'm quoting things correctly here that there's there's a great documentary it sounds like if anybody wants to get looped in and watch an educational version of that they have a a token for that um i haven't seen it yet myself i'm gonna dial into that soon um but but basically they're looking at copying a template for for a tiny home site to get people off the streets uh because we all know anybody who's grown up in in peterborough knows how much the downtown has changed in in uh the last few years Obviously, the cost of living's gone up. The opioid crisis, uh, and and this is not a problem unique to us. This is a, something I'm 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 gonna probably have a, a guest on the show here shortly. We got some family down visiting uh, that's that's from the Salt Lake City area, and as we were talking over dinner there last night, um, it, it was very funny to see that this this individual runs runs a radio show, not a podcast, and not like me, not not shooting this out of their basement. They're running a real radio show and is very up on on uh, that the local happenings in in Utah. 
and told me that the, the problems there are the exact same. Uh, you know, people want to paint uh, Peterborough with a bad brush or any of the areas around here, Oshawa, you name it. Um, but what's going on here is going on at all throughout North America. There is, uh, you know, really hard, hard uh, synthetic, you know, drugs and, and opioids circulating through our populations and, uh, and and they're getting a hold of people and uh, and the cost of living, uh, not to mention, uh, aside from any any addiction issues is is absolutely crazy. And people are are falling into homelessness at a quicker rate, uh, it seems, than 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 any time in our uh, in, in, in my life. Anyhow, so um, working towards solutions, How, th- this is a really big code to crack. Um, and a lot of people are starting to put their minds towards how do we solve the homelessness, uh, issue here. And this group here path has really been working towards uh, studying this problem and how others have dealt with it. Uh, I guess internationally, you could say, and they've, they've, they're coming down the home stretch on working on something. And up until this point, uh, their biggest hurdle was land. And there is, um, you know, been quite a remarkable proposal, I suppose you could say, that's been put on the table, uh, where where the owners of a significant piece of land at the corner of Park and Lansdowne, uh, you'd be familiar with it uh, as being the old malt building there that's been demolished, uh, have basically offered up their land. So this is a huge development, um, and there this is really going to be. Um, you know, as, as long as we keep it alive, it, it could be on the front lines of, of, uh, something that's in front of council, uh, city council o- over the, the coming months. We're into an election year, so there's going to be a lot of shuffling going on. It's going to be interesting to see, um, if, if, you know, we, the, public can bring this uh, to the forefront, see how anybody uh, stands on this. You guys have seen that I interviewed Stephen Wright and Henry Clark, um, you know, the, 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 the two uh, sort of running mates there for the, for the, uh, the mayoral position. Um, and, and I'm gathering that they, they both have different positions on this issue and the way to deal with, um, you know, potentially housing, housing the homeless. But this exact thought of, of tiny homes and them potentially being placed as a community on the corner of Park and Lansdowne, land that's not currently being used, um, in terms of having some sort of regenerative community there and using this as a hub site uh, to take people from across the, the spectrum of the the degree towards which one might be geared towards getting uh, retooled and getting back into society. Obviously, we have some people that are further on the you know on on the outs, uh, more deeply disenfranchised, so to speak, and we have others that are just uh, you know on, on the edge of being able to get themselves up and and running and being self sufficient within society. And this group uh, of path is is looking at housing people across that spectrum um and and this plan this proposal is really starting to come together where they're actually working on a prototype tiny home that they're going to be starting to tow around town and this is a pretty interesting thing where hey i want to know what do you guys think um we really do want some feedback on this i'm going to try and help this group out a little bit over the coming months um to push and develop this thing the next the next real logical stepping stone here is to get a site plan in place that costs money it's going to take time um and and it would be potentially developed around the site that we're talking about at the corner park and lands down there to to really get a 
you know, a concept up and running about how this site could be phased, uh, how, how, you know, the size of homes, the spacing, uh, the, the out, the, the layout of any communal areas, and then further into a business plan about how do you staff this thing? What is the, the sort of the five-year staffing projection um, to, to come up with a working business model on this thing so that um, we can pitch it and get a zoning change on this plot of land. It's currently zoned as industrial. You're going to need a zoning change. Going to need the city council all on board um, for for this, and we want everybody to think of this as, "Hey, this is a legitimate idea that could really get off the ground here um, if if it gets some support." Uh, so, I want to know what you guys think. How did how what's your gut feel on that site and this whole proposal? Um, you know, people people might say, "Hey, this is not the right location for that. It's too close to thing X, Y, Z." You can come up with any type of reason you want to 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 uh, dismiss it, but whether or not this is the perfect site or not, it's we have a very generous offer on the table with this piece of land. And whether or not it, it gets dealt with in this capacity, it exists. The problem's already there. Uh, whether or not we acknowledge it or deal with it or how we deal with it or how long we take to do anything, um, it, it, if, if it doesn't get dealt with in some manner, then the way that it exists currently continues and that's simply people sleeping downtown on the streets um so let me know what you guys think uh with with a little bit more wind at at the sails here we could really push this thing and start to do some fundraising in a in a in a very serious manner um i it, it visually for me i'm looking at the next couple increments would be you know getting some form of well-organized phased crowdfunding like a GoFundMe up on the on the go here where we get some funds in place uh to to essentially get a site plan together of course we would love some pro bono work <laughs> from any local drafts people who want to step on and 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 latch onto this thing here um but we need some real construction estimates to take place uh some site planning and and some some business modeling all this stuff is going to take some individual's time uh of course they're relying on a heavy amount of volunteer work um but nonetheless if we can get some money in the kitty here to pay professional services uh to to really get a, a working plan together here obviously the 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 more legitimately that this is laid out the more chance that we could actually make something happen um but hey none of this can happen if it doesn't have the you know consensus of the people and 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 the goodwill of of the 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 the, basically the populace of Peterborough. So let me know what you guys think. How does that plan uh, sit with you? Let's get some initial feedback. Let's try and get the dialogue going. And this is an issue that we're going to talk about in coming weeks. So um, thanks everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, let's chat. Let's chat. It's not just about housing for uh, investors. It's not just about housing for first time buyers, it's about housing for everybody. And uh, you know, it's, it, housing and homelessness all part of one big topic about uh housing and hey it's the ptbo housing show so this fits into uh the criteria of, of of things that i'm interested in talking about so let's keep this conversation alive thank you everybody for tuning in and i will look forward to catching up with you in the comments on the youtube video if you're on the podcast and you want to dive in and get on the dialogue of this please flip over to youtube find this video and uh jump in the chat and and let's get some real discourse going so thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll talk to you again next week